Hi, you are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. And I'm your host, Abigail Gazda. All right, you guys, welcome to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I am so excited to be here with you guys, and I would love to introduce you to Puneet Basheen. Did I say that? Did I get it right? Basheen. Basheen, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's, I'm going to just blame my Midwestern for wanting to say it that way. <laughs> no worries. I've heard worse. <laughs> oh, good, good. Well, then, pass the test. You guys, oh, man, so... Puni is here to share with you his app that just launched last Friday. Now, we're interviewing here in June, and I know that this episode's coming out a little bit later, so he'll already have been rocking this app, but he's been working his tail off for the last two and a half years to bring to you guys Glide, an app for travelers, adventure seekers, free spirits, all of those. And you guys, I downloaded this app and I don't know if you can hear the excitement in my voice, but I was on it for about 15 minutes before I like wanted to book my next trip. And, um, it is just meant, it's really a simple, wonderful, easy to use app that's meant for people who want to go visit new places. And instead of just seeing the surface, you get to actually, I'm going to have Puneet explain this much more in depth, but (laughs) it's really about seeing places from the locals perspective or people who are already there visiting, sharing their experience. So man, I could go on about it, but Puneet, I'm going to pass this over to you to share. Cool. Thank you so much. And thank you for that wonderful introduction. Yes. Uh, I, I, I think uh, you pretty much said it all. So uh, I can sit here in silence for a few seconds. Maybe. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. This is the reason we created Glide was to get people like yourself excited about travel yes. and not to have this uh, blase experience of where you're stuck at going to the same commercial chain, the same restaurant and the same store Mm. or possibly the same tourist trap that you would go to. You know, if you just get off the airport, uh, I'll give an example of one of the reasons we came up with glide was my wife and I would travel a lot and we still do. Uh, but sometimes you get off the flight, you're tired, you're hungry, you want to eat something and Mm. you're in a weird neighborhood and you end up just, the first place you pick and it's usually uh, the worst meal you have the whole day. <laughs> yes. <All right. laughs> so for us glide was a way to be like let's ask a local mm. where you would go if you're hungry mm-hmm. where would you eat you know i don't know if all these people are travelers or if these people are actually locals that are having their local life that that we want to be a part of as well and that's why we're traveling yeah there's definitely room for the the type of travel that people do where you're behind this insulated glass wall and you get to see everything from a distance and enjoy that and and but I would say glide is not for you for that yeah. type of experience yeah what we provide is we connect travelers and locals so you could have a custom bespoke experience tailored to you and your likes mm-hmm. so when you travel you not only travel but you step outside of yourself a little bit and experience a different world. And that, you know, ultimately one day leads to growth. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank thank you for sharing that because our listening base, Hearts Mm -hmm. Unleashed, is exactly that. It's people who are looking to travel outside of their comfort zone, have Mm -hmm. those new experiences, and some of them are already up to that, and then some of them are just looking for the inspiration to do that. And I really think like Glide 
is that perfect opportunity. Test it out, test the water, see what's available, and really get curious about what's out in the world because you're so spot on with that, like, you know, not in a bad way, but that cookie cutter travel experience. You go to some of the same places when in reality, I remember my first trip to Hawaii, I knew I wanted to do all the typical things. Sure. What I did was I got um, dropped off near my Airbnb and it was right next to a moped stand. And I talked to the guy, I called him Moped Ed, and yeah. he rented me this moped, he shut up his shack and he took me on a tour. And I know for a cold hard fact, I would have never discovered some of the things I did Mm -hmm. without having met him. And he said, let me take you to actually watch the sunset. And also just as a newbie traveler, mm -hmm. I know I trust um, other travelers like opinions like, oh, go here, go here, go here. But it's all travelers traveling. And I love yes. your perspective of locals sharing the traveling experience. What sort of experiences have you had that you wouldn't have had without Glide? Sure. So, you know, Glide, Glide is new to the world, right? Yeah. But, but my wife and I, we embody it. We embody yeah. what Glide is, right? Yeah. So when we travel, um, you know, I'm, I'm someone, if you know me, I will strike up a conversation with anybody about any topic, right? And yeah. sometimes I stay safe on those topics and sometimes I get controversial. But mm -hmm. the, the story is that, you know, we connect. I like to connect. And, and the, those connection type conversations have always led us down a path of true exploration and growth ultimately when we're doing our trips. Mm -hmm. um, you know, recently, yeah, maybe a year or two ago, we were in Italy, uh, Firenze, you know, you can't have a bad meal in Italy, some would argue, you know. Um, but we went to a lot of highfalutin restaurants and really expensive restaurants. And then I ran into somebody and we were talking to them and he said, go to this place. And we found this little place that's on the corner uh, probably doesn't have a lot of money for a marketing budget or afford, you know, it's mom and pop, three mm. people in the restaurant, six ingredients in the kitchen. And I want to say the best meal I ever had in Italy ever. Mm. It's on Glide. You could go check it out. And, um, you know, that was to me, like, this is where Italians go and this is where they eat. They don't go to that expensive, rich, decadent place that's set up for me, which is fun and enjoyable. And I did some of that. But this is where the true life exists. And this is where you get to explore and be outside of your, your yeah. zone. Yeah. So I love that. Thank you so much for sharing. I have two-part question. My first one is a little bit of the, on the user side of the app. I noticed that there was something called itineraries. Now, is that where someone would go if they want to connect with a local and get a recommendation? Like, get, Explain a little bit about that. Sure. Itineraries is essentially Glide is a platform for people to share their local world. Cool. Wh whoever that is, right? And what that does is it allows me as a consumer that wants to go someplace, just look at these pictures and say, this person is doing things I want to do. Got it. This person is along the same vibe. They're from my tribe, if you will. Mm. I want them to show me around or recommend places for me. Got it. So you can request an itinerary from a user for $10 a day. They'll make the itinerary for you. Mm. It's digital. So you'll get a digital itinerary in front of you with pictures. And when you get to your city, you just do Google Maps directions from the app to your, the locations the person has recommended. And you get to experience their recommendations. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Thank you. Uh, it's like having a personal friend. Cause I, I don't know if like, forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but I often find myself only going places where I know I have friends. I've traveled to California and I've trusted my great friend Jose to show me around mm-hmm. or I, you know, I come to Arizona and I want my family to take me to where they recommend. So it's like having a friend all over the world. Exactly. I exactly. Love it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure you're speaking all my hearts over here is finding your tribe is that's like really just what we're all about is that we are one and to truly be able to embrace that. Mm-hmm. And I think that this app really embodies and promotes that. I just, I mean, it, it makes my heart feel unleashed. I'll tell you that. <laughs> And so so, <laughs> my second um, follow-up question to that was, what has your favorite trip been? These are good questions. So I've been on many um, and for various reasons too. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say for my most would be Greece. Oh. I just felt Greece was just a vibe that just said, you know, you're home. We don't care where you're from, what you do or whatever. You're home and you don't have any place to go. So just do whatever you have to do because this is where you belong. I felt like that in Greece. It was just wonderful. (laughs) I want to piggyback on that. I think the (laughs) only place that I've gone out of the country is Greece. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I completely relate to you. It's such a spot on like evaluation. So if anybody's interested in Greece, that's the place to go check out. Yeah. Number one on my list. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's interesting because I haven't been out of the country and I have this strange priority to just go back to Greece. Like I can go a million places and I know where I want to go. Greece is just stays up on the top of the list for sure. Let's make it happen. Let's find a glider and let's get out there. Yeah, we can totally do that. That will be perfect. In fact, I could totally, I'm going to have to like wait till after this uh, interview and start asking you about all the neighborhoods you were in because Oh, that's exactly what we did. We would try to find locals or go to the hole in the wall, what you would think Mm -hmm. is a hole in the wall restaurant. And it's magical. Yeah. It serves the best food. And I know that that's what people who are really interested in adventure aren't looking for what's commercial or common or already seen. So Mm -hmm. when we were in Greece, I I have to share this. This is great. We stayed at uh, an Airbnb, but it wasn't really an Airbnb. It was like a guest hostel, which was Airbnb at the time. Yeah. the balcony overlooked an ice covered mountain and the place we were staying was actually a bee or uh, an orange orchard to grow oranges with a hotel on it. And they would serve you fresh orange juice in the morning. Mm. So I'm standing there in the morning on the balcony, drinking orange juice that was squeezed there by the orchard that was watered by the water that was on that frozen mountain that I'm seeing in the yes. distance. Yes. And it's just like, what? What could be better? This is, this is, this is, there's nothing more to life than that, really. So it was amazing. Making me want to go to the airport right now. (laughs) Yes. And, um, you know, we do, I'll bet, I can only imagine if, if I'm feeling that way, that some of our listeners are definitely feeling that way. And Mm -hmm. it's clear you do a lot of travel and clear, you know, whether it be for work or research or whatever it may be, Mm -hmm. what are your top three tips traveling Mm. so number one stay hydrated (laughs) (laughs) I I guess a lot of people don't realize that how dehydrating a plane can be Mm. and how like you don't always have access to water like you would at home and then I've gotten headaches and tired and whatnot and it's just really important to stay hydrated number two um, it's okay to look like a tourist 
Mm. totally okay to pack a little light and not have everything that you need and maybe you'll find it along the way and if your hair gel isn't in your hair and it's not the right you know it's fine no one really cares experience the world because everybody's having a real experience and just go out and do it yeah number three is never say no Mm. um i like when people say, Hey, we're doing this. Do you want to come with us? And I've tagged along on a few trips here and there. Um, those are stories I might not want to tell in the future, but you know, <laughs> for a different podcast. Um, but I feel that you should never say no, just go with the flow. Yeah. I love that. And you know what? I just want to like expand that to life, especially for our listeners who are really looking to go outside their comfort zone. You know, we get invited into things that for who we know ourselves to be, tends to seem scary. And when we find ourselves saying yes to some new adventures, some new opportunities, something that we're not a hundred percent sure about, like it really can expand our, our world and like show us something that we've never been introduced to and really maybe introduce us to a new part of ourselves. So I love those tips and the hydration one, man, (laughs) super underrated and super valuable. (laughs) Thank you for that. No problem. There, there is, um, you know, an aspect of glide that we were kind of surprised by, uh, which is kind of along the, the themes of your, your, um, your, your viewership too, is about sharing your world. Um, you know, we, we were speaking with a gentleman in Thailand and he was saying, I can't travel. You know, I cannot physically afford to buy a ticket and leave and I'll never get a visa for it. Wow. But what I can do is I could host people from around the world and connect with them. Oh. And that becomes my form of travel. So it's not only the experience of going out there, but it's also the experience of inviting something new in, which is kind of along the lines of what you said, right? And that also leads to growth and expansion and learning and all the wonderful stuff that comes along with that. I am over here with goosebumps. Like that's, if that, I mean, gosh, that's the, I just want to acknowledge you because there are limitations. You know, we live inside of some limitations that we have and you being able to provide something to someone who feels limited in a way to create something completely new outside of a circumstance, like how empowering and just how cool and what another dynamic or another perspective of this wonderful, wonderful app. And, you know, I want to phase from the travel aspect to the business aspect, like as a business owner and an entrepreneur, what has this journey taken you? Oh, Everything, every part of you, it takes being a business owner and launching something and getting things off the ground. Um, it's just been a 24 seven eat, breathe type of cycle, right? My wife and I both own the company together. In fact, she runs the company. I'm just the technology person, mm-hmm. but it's just been a nonstop day by day passion that we're fueled by that we just are constantly enamored in and working with. And and I don't even notice the hours and neither does she. Mm -hmm. And um, if anything, the biggest thing that we've learned is we have to pause and take some self-care. Yeah. You know, take a break, step away from it and do that intentionally because if we don't, we we become too on top of the problem that Mm -hmm. we don't see the forest from the trees. Oh yeah. Yeah, And that's the biggest risk you run, right? As a business person is your passion clouds your judgment. Mm. you are dropping truth bombs left and right. I hope like listeners <laughs> rewind that piece. since that last question. <laughs> oh my gosh. Thank you. Because I'm sure every entrepreneur listening is over there. Like, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And stepping away intentionally to, in order to really 
come back to your passion. Cause like I get it too, is sometimes your passion can really cloud like that drive can actually cloud the passion. Like, what am I doing again? What am I here for? Or why did I start this? Because, yeah. you know, and it's not, uh, not in any make wrong type of way. It's amazing to have that much passion for anything. And, you know, when we really do unleash our hearts and we start to get what's in our way out of the way, we're talking, by the way, Puneet, like we are talking to people who are living those dreams. We're talking to people well on their way to living their dreams, creating them. And then people who are still just sitting at home waiting for that permission, permission Mm. to be, permission to do, permission to have the life they want. And, you know, that speaks on all levels, stepping away intentionally, self-care, filling your own cup, and then remembering what it is you're so passionate about. We all have these commitments really deeply wrapped up inside of us. And sometimes when we're in the throes of business ownership or making a project, bringing it to life, it does require work and commitment. You said it requires everything of you. And what do you say to the people who are in the throes of it, wondering what the heck they started, what the heck they're doing? You know, the most important thing is give yourself a good perspective, Mm -hmm. realistically, realistically give yourself a perspective. And that is, um, you know, Rome was not built in a day. Yeah. And just because you didn't achieve the peak of the mountain Monday morning at 1030 AM does not make you a failure. does not make this a tragic business case does not make this the end of the world. It just means that, you know, there's more work to be done tomorrow and another battle to be fought. And you just have to realize how far you've come because you have started on your journey. You're stepping on that journey. You've the first journey, a thousand steps. You made that step already. There are so many that are still on the couch that haven't. And those people, you know, no judgment to them, but you are way far ahead of them right now. And that's the perspective that you have to keep. Yeah. Yeah. And what would you give out as your number one? Like, so you said taking care of yourself, keeping your perspective powerful And for a business tip, a number one business tip that you would have. Always be in questioning mode. Always be in learning mode. Yeah. Uh, I think too many people walk into the room uh, with tons of experience or a clear vision and a plan. It's like Mike Tyson said, you know, everyone's got a plan until they get punched. (laughs) Um, And a lot of people just try to plan. And I like to follow an agile philosophy of questioning and planning my next step based off of my last action. Not so much uh, building something out that'll be like, this is a three-year plan for how we're going to do Glide. And it's like, well, you know, how thing dynamic the world is three years from now. I don't even know three months from now what could be happening. So we have to plan and stay in questioning mode. Yes. That is a, that's a great, great tip is to like, I heard a little bit of also like go with the flow there too. Mm -hmm. That curiosity so, you know, it's, it's always nice to have that long-term plan or some type of vision, but to have the flexibility included in that is just great because I was specifically in a landmark program called SELP and it was real, it was self-expression and leadership where you generate mm-hmm. a project and you begin it, mm-hmm. right? With that being said, something that I got out of that was your project will become bigger than you. If you're following through, like glide will become bigger. Like 
who need who, right? Like hearts mm-hmm. unleashed, Abby, who like, it's meant to happen that way. It's meant to evolve. If it's truly meant to serve global, like we are, we may be the generators of an idea and of a platform. However, once it ends up in the hands of millions, all of that contribution takes a role in that. And so mm-hmm. you're like, I love your, your suggestion of the flexibility and the, the willingness to like go milestone to milestone based on what you just experienced and coming from curiosity because it, you know, your original intention may not be the actual need that needs to be met. And so I love that because as business owners, we really think we got to figure it out, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it happens, you know, I'll have a meeting on a Friday and I'll plan out something. And then by Monday, it was all disproven. And I'm like, all right, now we have to shift gears and let's do something different. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I'm interested in that because you know what? Too many people make that mean they failed. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say about that? Because I think that's a, a real thing to cover. Well, that's the thing. So you have to be flexible, right? If it's not that you failed or this event made you a failure or that, um, you know, your, your idea, you tested something, it wasn't right. And the importance is not about you being right and your ego saying I'm correct. It's about what's best for the business. Mm-hmm. And I've had to walk into a room in the past and say, I was wrong to a dozen people and say, this is what we need to do. And you guys were right. And, you know, these are people that report into me, mm. but you know, this is what's best for the team and what's best for the business. You know, yes. that's, that comes first. Yes. Please say a little bit more about surrendering your ego in order to lead effectively. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what it comes down to is, is I'm not really leading anybody. Um, I'm not walking in there like a general and we're taking charge. I'm really just providing the flowing river, the right channels to go down. So it ends up in the ocean, mm. right? That's, that's really how I lead. Uh, I'm, I'm not coming in and saying, you're going to do this or else it's let's come up with the plan and what makes sense for all of us. And if this doesn't make sense, if you don't have the guidance because you're just sprawled out everywhere, I have to give you that as a leader just yeah. to say, these are the walls I need you to flow. Mm-hmm. And, um, if, if we're, if we've, and let's test when we get to the next bend in the, the river. And if it's not the right bend and we're going in the wrong direction, then I'll be the first one to tell you, this is not the right move. Let's go back the other way. Yeah. That's just, what have, what have you noticed in your leadership, like what have you noticed in your team's productivity with that style of leadership? Because I can assure you, we have lots of leaders, lots of entrepreneurs listening in. And we've often only ever been given that, what well, I think you mentioned like that general type of leadership, like we're, this is how it's going to go. This is what we're going to do. This is your job. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you have a much more open, what sort of things have you seen in your team? What's the difference there? The first thing is the same approach doesn't work for everyone, right? And sometimes you have to be in that curiosity and analysis mode that this is a living being that's working for me, right? Mm -hmm. They're exchanging part of their life to help me succeed my dreams, right? And I have to make sure that I help them succeed theirs. Um, Some people are very adaptive to following that method of me coaching them and leading them and taking them in a direction. Mm -hmm. Some people are like, I can't think right now. Don't make me think. Tell me what to do, boss, so I can do it. 
And it just depends on the person and the style. But what ends up happening is you end up happening is you end up with a happier, more engaged worker. And it is my duty and responsibility to them also to keep pushing them a little bit deeper into the water. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe uh, you push them a little bit too deep and they get a wave or two over their head and you just pull them back out and you know that that's the level that they can stay <laughs> at. Um, but that's my responsibility to them. And anybody that I ever hire or anyone that comes on my team, I've always made that commitment to them. And whether it's, it's uh, verbally or, you know, if I've always kept that in the back of my head, it's always been that commitment to deliver. And you end up with somebody at the end of the day is... You know, and I say this and maybe my CEO is going to get upset with me, but if someone stays with us too long and they haven't outgrown us, then I haven't done my job. Yep. Yep. Then I haven't fulfilled my duty to them. And I have some friends uh, and I call them friends now, but they used to work for me. And even then they were my friends, but, you know, fiercely, fiercely loyal people that at a drop of a hat, hey, Puneet, you need help. I'm here. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the success of Glide too, is that, yeah, we have... We've, we've got funds, but we don't have unlimited resources. Yeah. We don't have unlimited funds. And people, as soon as they heard I was starting a company, people started knocking on the door and saying, I want to work for you. And it's like, well, I can't afford to pay you. They're like, I'll do it for free. Because they wanted the opportunity to be on the team with me because they feel that I have the mojo to make it happen. Yeah. yeah. And that's just such a testament to who you are, who you are as a human, a leader, what you're up to in this world to create. Even, even Glide creates more leaders. And I really wanted to reflect that to you because I can't act like I know, I know the quote, but I don't know who said it is like leaders don't create followers. Leaders create more leaders. And that's really sounds like that's what you're up to. And even with glide in the world, like you're generating people who are leading others to a, a somewhere in the world. And like, here, check out my space. Allow me to show you everything amazing. And you're empowering people to step into their own leadership or, again, hearts unleashed, like having them experience themselves as a contribution. And I just think that's incredible because it sounds like in every facet of your life, you get to experience that. It is an amazing gift. Yeah. (laughs) That I'm getting from everyone. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. I have a, I don't want to call it cliche. I just love to ask it in every interview is what does it look like for who needs heart unleashed? I think you've been hearing it and seeing it already. It's there. You know, that's uh, where I am now is not where I want to stay, but to get to this point, uh, it took a lot of work and trials and tribulations and focus to get here. Um, The vision has always been to, to start a company that's going to impact people's lives in the positive way. The vision has always been to not work for tight corporate America. Uh, the vision has always been to imprint my style of leadership on, on a company and a corporation that will propagate itself forward and more and more. And as I have more team members, and employees go through the program, I hope to make the workplaces out there have the influence that I've been putting onto my own team as these guys go on to become leaders and directors and VPs themselves. Um, so, that is my heart unleashed that that's really always been there and it's always being delivered. There's more, you know, the next step is really, you know, we're not in it. We're not in glide to, to just make your traditional quick buck and walk away. We're, we're looking to really make the world a better place and help the world, whether it's through glide or through some channel of glide. Um, you know, whether that's the person in Southeast Asia that makes an extra income now, 
showing people their neighborhood mm-hmm. and they could afford a better life and maybe help put somebody else through school or help them out, pay it forward. Um, whether it's as, as we grow as a company and our revenue increases and all that wonderful stuff companies are supposed to do, uh, we take some of that and we invest it in the future of humanity here in the States or overseas. You know, it's not just about profits and fast cars and big swimming pools or, or whatnot. It's more about giving back. Yeah. So that's, that's really the whole picture. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. And you put it like the, it was kind of, it felt like an obvious question because of what we've been talking about the whole call, but you put a really nice bow on the top of that one. And I know that people listening can really, I'm sure this resonates like just listening to your entrepreneurial dreams and your, what it would look like, what it does look like. And then that next phase of it, something as you were sharing it, I just got this like amazing vision or like got connected to the fact that you're literally tearing down barriers that exist in the world. Like I see this as a contribution to ending discrimination on so many levels. Yep. Yep. It's about once you get to connect with somebody and know them as a human being, just like you, um, there is that, uh, and that that commonality that connects you and then you just those differences become smaller and smaller because the similarities are much stronger yeah and that's also what glide is about as well it's so amazing and mm-hmm. you know um have you ever read jen sincero's you are badass uh no i haven't read that one it's all right i recommend it <laughs> okay I, the reason i want to share that is she's an author and it's really about her book writing and just really grabbing onto your power and becoming amazing. And she made the point that you are never alone in the world. Your ego will convince you you're alone. But what she shared was the time that she took a trip to, I believe it's India, Delhi, one of the somewhere. And um, she said, I was packed on a bus with like more people than the capacity for a bus. And mm-hmm. just like getting so present to the sheer population of this world. That whenever we we think or fathom that we are alone, misunderstood, unloved, any of those stories that we make up, like that's just not true. Mm-hmm. Go travel. Go mm-hmm. get outside of yourself. Go get outside of your circumstance. And do you have anything to share along those lines? How did that land over there? No, it, it's absolutely true. Um, you know, traveling does expand you and it does connect you because you know what makes you alone is is not so much the lack of people. Yeah. It's so, it's it's the lack of connectivity, authentic connectivity with people around you. Yes. And and how does that happen sometimes? That that can happen even at home when you sit at home and you just spend time with the same four or five friends and you're just stuck together for the sake of stuck together. You're having the same circular conversations, you're going to the same circular restaurants and watching the same circular shows and fitting that pattern that they want us to fit in society mm. and not breaking away from it because quite honestly if we don't fall into that pattern, that capitalistic machine that they've built won't work. Yeah. Right? And once you break outside of that and you travel and you're forced to connect with someone you've never connected with before, and you realize that this person has many things in common with you that you never realized you had as aspects of facets of yourself, um, that expands you Mm -hmm. and that connects you. Yeah. 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 That's poetic. (laughs) 
Thank you. to say the least. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And so with that being said, we're going to go ahead and start wrapping things up, but I really mm-hmm. would love to know, I'm trying to think of a way to word this because it really does, like we've heard it, it's been a theme throughout the whole interview, but like, what's your legacy? Wow. My legacy is a kinder, gentler world where people are happier doing what they do every day for work and also happier and enjoying what they do every day for leisure. And also where people uh, are sharing kindness to others as well. Amen. Amen. And my last question, but by the way, yes, that is, (laughs) I couldn't agree more. And what do you see possible in a world where everyone's heart is unleashed? I I see a connectivity and an ability to communicate and connect and and work together for something that's even beyond my own vision. Mm. Yeah, right. (laughs) As a coach, sometimes I'll tell my clients, I wouldn't dare dream of what's possible for you. You know, (laughs) because once they really get present to their power and their, again, I love the concept of interdependence where we're better together, the connectivity, getting that we're all one. And then trying to imagine like what's possible beyond that is crazy. It's it's scary. It's, (laughs) uh, it's, it's happiness to the brink of fear. Yeah. (laughs) Utopia. Is that what that would be? (laughs) What, like, what could be possible? Oh my gosh. Um, Puneet, I just want to thank you for sharing the gift that you are. And I got to meet Puneet through all the connections and he, I was like, Hey Puneet, I want to do an app too. And he's like, pump the brakes there, Skidrow, like (laughs) everything. It takes your whole heart to do an app. So Puneet, I want to acknowledge you because the work that you're doing, I get that it requires so much knowledge, skill, and commitment. And for you just honoring your calling and honoring what your, your way to be the contribution in the world and truly boldly, proudly deliver your gifts and make such an incredible tool for people to use and continue to create that connectivity in the world. Thank you. It's amazing. So thank you. And hearts, I just want to thank you guys for listening in to someone who's amazing and making an impact in this world. I hope that you took your own little gems away from this conversation to really inspire you to start stepping into your power, accepting the gift that you are and beginning to deliver it to this world. If you have any questions about how to do that, you know exactly where to find me. I love you guys. Thanks for listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast, where we are turning dreamers into doers. Today's Hearts Unleashed episode is brought to you by Conscious Ink Temporary Tattoos. Of course, these are no ordinary tats. And Conscious Ink is no ordinary tattoo company. In fact, they are not a temporary tattoo company at all. They're a conscious company that utilizes temporary tattoos, hats, and everything they can get their hands on to support people on their path. Conscious Ink Manifestation Temporary Tattoos consist of a dream list of positive words, inspiring quotes, healing affirmations, and empowering invitations. Even at the most basic level, 
these messages can have a profound effect by simply reminding us of our intentions as we go about our day. Every Conscious Ink Manifestation Tattoo has been thoughtfully designed specifically to convey the essence of the word, quote, or affirmation. I was personally excited to see they have a temporary tat that I permanently have on my ankle. This too shall pass. Another benefit of temporary tattoos is that they do pass. You can change them as often as you change your mood or as you shift from one intention to another. Conscious Ink Tattoos are safe, non-toxic, and exceed the safety standards of the U.S., FDA, Canada, and the EU. Made in the USA, they contain no animal products or test on animals. So be sure to grab your Conscious Ink Tattoo that keeps you on your path and motivated to create a life you love. You have been listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. I hope that you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you take it into your life and take the next action on your dreams. For more information, check out heartsunleashed.com or find me on Facebook at Abigail Gazda and Instagale at Instagram to keep the adventure going.